morning, Dave. Great to talk with you, mate. Great to have you in Sydney again as well today. Before we look forward, it's always nice to reflect. Um, he's an absolute beauty, Mr Brightside, and what an association you've now got with him. Yeah, well, it's always good to reflect, especially on positive things. He's um, he's an amazing horse, and we saw that again on Saturday being first up in the CFO stakes, and it was, um, yeah, it was a brutally ran race, and he just knows how to put his head in front at the right time, which is the winning post. So, yeah, it's great. The, he's an amazing horse. He's been developed very patiently and very well by the three Hayes boys, Ben, JD and Will Hayes, and they've got an amazing product, but they, they developed him, and I've been lucky enough to be part of his development and, and enjoying the spoils of, of the quality of the horse that he is now. Racing's a great game because we all have our, our favourites and our, our opinions, and I said on a, a punter's show on Monday morning that I believe he's the best uh, best horse in the country, the best middle distance horse in that in the country. Uh, he's done it at handicap and at weight for age. You've sat on some incredible animals. Where does he rank for you? Uh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Like um, when you look at what he's what he's done. You know, I don't like using the word champion um, very loosely, and I think you know it depends on where people are, um, how it affects them, and horses and things like that. But um, in regards to my career, he's I've never won a more never won um, more races on one horse than him. Uh, Miss Finland was a horse that uh, she was champion two and three year old, and I won multiple Group Ones on her. But for him to come along and do what he's done, and, and to come from New Zealand as a maiden, and then develop to where he is now, it's um, it, it's an amazing journey. And look, I said last year in the spring that he's the best miler we have in Australia, and. I think he was beaten once the mile by Fangirl in the, the King Charles. Mm. And then he came out and he was just denied winning two weeks later the Cox Plate by uh, an international horse. So, um, you know, he's, he's a good horse. Everything's got to go right from at that level. And the competition just keeps stepping up and there's no hiding spots for him. So it's a bit unfair for us to, to make these calls and put him under pressure all the time. But I can tell you the owner's... Uh, are really enjoying the ride. Uh, the training group is thriving on the horse's success, but again, they have to go to bed every night, making sure that when they wake up in the morning, there's not temperature and this and that. So, you know, my job is very, very easy, and I'm, I'm very privileged and feel grateful to have the opportunity to be part of uh, the Mr. Brightside journey. We're chatting this morning uh, with Craig Williams. Uh, Craig, obviously. Uh, on the, I just want to talk about that race on Saturday because he, he gets there on the line. He finds the line. Uh, but coming to the turn, were you was there any panic in your mind? Or not panic, maybe that's the wrong word, but any any thought of, OK, maybe you know he needs this run? Or once he sort of levels out, is it just poetry in motion? Yeah, I'll give you another adjective, uh, concerned. <laughs> but the same thing was going in my mind. But panic, probably not. But definitely concerned. Uh, I, you know, a lot of people ask me um, that night, my family, close friends, and oh, were you worried at the 400? Were you worried at the 200? I said, no, I wasn't worried at those stages. Or were you worried at the start? I said, no, I wasn't worried at the start. The start is what happened, and I can, you know, I feel confident. And you can't do this on every horse, but <laughs> because he is that good, you know, you can, you know, um, he, he can be tricky out uh, often, and usually at the start of his preparation, and you know, you just work with him, and, and luckily he's got a good enough motor that I have many options, and, and I know him that well. The time when I had 
time for concern was at the 6.50 because he, he wasn't really travelling for me and I needed him to drag me into the race that time. So I guess I was pleading and begging and urging him along without forcing him. And I felt, I felt if I had to force him at that stage without him taking me to the race, I wouldn't have anything in the straight. So that was the only concern I had was probably from 6.50 to the 400. But once he actually, you know, he saw them, he just went quicker and quicker. And then and then I've now watched the replay, of course, later that night and went, oh, wow, yep. Gee, the margin was a lot smaller than how it felt being confident on him. And um, and I guess, as we always say, you need a margin in your favour at the winning post. And, and that's what he's able to do many times, um, many times. Uh, Craig, what about some of the other races uh, that are upcoming, both in uh, up here in Sydney and in Melbourne? I mean... What have you, have you got a, a locked in blue diamond ride yourself? Yes, I'm riding uh, Godolphin's horse. He's 20 in the order, so he, he's got to get in, but my manager's confident um, of him getting a run. So I'm riding the colt for Godolphin in the blue diamond, which is in two weeks. This Saturday is our Group 1 Lightning Stakes, and I'm riding Balani Patina, which you guys up in Sydney would know, yeah. which you want to do kick stakes, and also collected um, a real financial reward for the bonuses for having horses run in all your sprint series up here. And so she's, um, that's uh, the imminent uh, ones. And, of course, um, sad day, uh, Riff, I'm riding Riff Rocket in the CSA stakes. You know, obviously, he, you know, depends on what Chris has got plenty of options with him, but he was last, year, last year's derby winner and he's had two starts plenty for two wins. So if he's happy the way that he goes on Saturday, there's also an option in a couple of weeks that, you know, it's also the Guineas at, at Flemington, same court same course so it'd be interesting to see where he goes and, and I mean from a from a jockey's perspective you you very much are a have saddle a have saddle will travel I mean we saw you in Hobart on the weekend Caulfield um you regularly obviously ride around Victoria you've you follow all the carnivals and you're in Sydney today now now is there a particular reason that you're in Sydney with uh, un, is it is it unstoppable this horse you wanted to to jump on or what's the reason for you being here no, my manager sent me an article and they gave me more information than I realised. So I said, that sounds like a great story. Uh, basically, um, Charlie Duckworth and Chris Wallstable said, what's Craig doing on Wednesday? And I was actually having the day off um, because I wasn't going down to Ballarat. We didn't have a city meeting on. And this told we've got a, we have five rides for him in Sydney. So and my manager said, yep, no problem. So we just moved a, few, a couple of things around. And, you know, okay. still got four children and, and married. Today's Valentine's Day. As well, so roses. Wife, did you did you get the well, roses? I gave my wife the best gift of all times. Uh, I gave her peace and quiet, so <laughs> she's had a lovely day today. Um, and anyway, and that's what it is. Unfortunately, my my book of rides has dropped down from five to two, but that's just the way that that it is. You know, some days there, you know, you, you have the lot. Of, you only need to get one or two winners today, and it's a really good day. Um, I'm off to Albury on Sunday yes, because it's the qualifying for, race for Ron for Stubbs. Yeah. yeah so. So again, um, Ron Stubbs rang up and had a plan with a horse going to the uh, country championships over during your championships. And my manager's amazing. And basically, you say, um, has Saddle Will Travel? He basically works out my logistics. I tell him how I'm feeling, how I'm going, and we work around that. So um, delighted to give myself a really good opportunity at having another really good ride in one of your, you know, one of your races mm. over the championships, which is you know, targeted carnivals that we that we try and target every year. So this hopefully gives me a, a great opportunity to, to have a nice horse in that type of race. And uh, because they moved the date to a, fri- uh, to a Sunday, it, gives, it, it, it made it possible 
with my um, commitments down in Melbourne. Yeah, that's sensational. So we'll see, obviously, uh, you there on Sunday. You've had great success with, with Ron before too. Yeah, he's a great horseman. He's a great trainer. Uh, he's, I, enjoy, I enjoy riding for him and... Um, and uh, we've had really good success, so it's a great combination, isn't it? You know, we always like, we, you know, the end result is if it's success, then we've had a good experience. But I enjoy riding for, for Ron. And his son, Nick, actually is a curator at Ballarat. So when I am at Ballarat, which is not today, then, um, you know, I always see him when I'm out walking the track and everything. And I think they're a great family and I enjoy riding for them. That's sensational. Just to recap, um, and I'm just going, because I'm just going through the uh, Blue Diamond here. So the, the cult would be Traffic Warden, wouldn't it? Correct. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's that's a great ride because he comes out of that run behind Prost and the Canterbury. So you've got something there, and and, and other runs or other races for the. I mean, are you and your manager planning already for the championships uh, rides already? Like in terms of some Absolutely. of those big races, yeah. Hmm. So I mean, have you got anything locked in, or is it just going to be you'll be here and you'll be um, you'll be on something? Well, you know, by plans, then there's a possibly Bright Side will turn up and, and run in the second week um, of the championships. Uh, in regards to two-year-olds, they're still all still developing and coming out and new ones come out. And then I guess I guess another thing, if you're talking about that, um, coming up to ride for Chris Waller is also a relationship yeah. building um, because he's going to have multiple runners. So I guess, I guess coming to Sydney today is also people see your face and that. So I guess... Even though um, not riding for anyone else, bar, bar Chris Wallace stable today, I guess it still see you know you see the faces and things like that. So, um, and and because it's such a big you know, it, it's a big carnival. Um, horses in Melbourne that are, are still going well and targeted and following on, then they can always come up to Sydney. But uh, usually it's you know dominated by um, Sydney trainers, so we're predominantly looking for those type of horses. But again. The lead-up does make it difficult because there's always um, clashes with Melbourne and Sydney on the same day. So sometimes you can just be in the right place at the right time and someone else is bad luck and someone else is good luck. So um, I was on the receiving end of the bad... You know, I had the bad luck last time, but I was very lucky. I've not been ungrateful, but I had a fall and it just put me out of the of the, of the two, two days of the championships and then I was very lucky to, to get back after having the fall at Flemington and, and win the All-Age Stakes. So... Um, you know, some, someone's good luck is, can be someone else's, you know, because of someone else's bad luck. Mate, I appreciate you joining us this morning. Great to have you here in Sydney today. Hopefully you can make it a, a profitable day for you, uh, both on and off the track. And uh, what we look forward to seeing you at Albury on Sunday for that uh, race there for the country champs. Uh, and no doubt you'll have some rides for Ron and possibly some others. Great to talk, Craig. Fantastic, Dave. Take care.